0: have future wager at 50 to 1. I got another 25 to win.
1: top If I don't get the first leg one, i I just walk out. I'm just straight out the door. I'm gone.
0: Hello listeners and welcome to a big edition of the Two Units Podcast. It is a new racing season and we have great racing from Flemington, Rose Hill Gardens and Murray Bridge to preview in this week's specs. We also have the supper, pack your nags, footy's fodder's back, our unit of the week. And as always, we round out with our two units, our best bets from around Australia. Joining me this week, the Sultan is still indisposed. Tom Haylock's been shafted. None other than the great man, Mick Gannon. Gano, welcome to the potty, mate. Footy, thanks for having me. What a pleasure. Absolute this, pleasure. This is I a huge it call-up. It's a yeah. huge call-up. I
1: take it that um, Haylock's had a shocker, absolute stinker last week, and Piers Morgan's obviously not available. <laughs> Richie it. Callum's in Moree, <laughs> and Walling's on a plane.
0: <laughs> you, pretty, you summed it up pretty well. Haylock as the premier form analyst last week, had a stinker. He, he did get gutsy laid. He had La Donsus Rouge in the lightning at an each way and got the listeners in on an early price, but... The reason he genuinely has been sacked is he might have gone with some stuff on radio this week. He's given his top four star performers of the year, Giga Kick, Mr. Brightside, Due By Honour and In Secret. And uh, just apparently there's – apparently Animo plays table tennis because <laughs> <laughs> not, apparently Sixth Street Ones doesn't get you in as a star performer of the season. So I saw that. I love the big A and he got the Chiminder Vass. Yeah, good, Tommy. lift. <laughs> That is awful, awful Awful, stuff. Awful gear. This fresh, delicious, tasty, meaty, turkey-filled, cold-cut combo. I eat three every day to help keep me strong. It's the supper time, and it's named in honour of the great man, the Sultan. Um, We've sort of... Over the, over this season, we've sort of amalgamated these two segments and turned them into the flow meter votes as well, where we give our three twos and ones for our best performances of the week, Mickey. Now, you're an invite this week for stepping up to the plate, coming on the podcast. Just for the listeners, I guess as well, a little bit about Mick Gannon. Mate, you used to be a professional golfer on the PGA Tour turned professional form analyst. How does that come about? Tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Yeah, so I, uh, I miss more cuts than you've had hot dinner's footy and (laughs) the missus said you can't pay the mortgage with hope so here i am uh doing form and i'm still trying to pay the mortgage with hope (laughs) not
0: much has really changed mate no, I, th- I think you're going pretty well, mate. I, I, I look at your uh, hashtag pay up a little bit on Twitter and for those Twitter followers that listen to the show, they'd be well familiar with you. But uh, it's always great to have a former elite athlete like yourself on the podcast and, you know, it's it's the first time ever on two units that there's been two elite athletes on the show at the same time, mate. So it's, it's good to have you on. <laughs> Our, <Correct>. celebration. <laughs> Our celebration. salts will be filthy at that. Filthy he, on he's, that. He was an aerobic athlete, that bloke. Um Our supper votes this week. You're going in. You've got a couple to bring to the table. Yeah, my gutsy uh, jet will be Holly Dernan, who
1: applies her trade up uh, Wagga, Aubrey Way. Riverina. Yeah. I know Mitch B is a big fan of of this girl. She's an apprentice. She's claiming three kilos, you? But I tell you, she's riding at 22% profit on turnover, more impressively, nineteen percent strike rate. Mm. She's had 79 rides. 15 winners, 19 placings. That means she's riding the place forty four percent of the time to kick off her career from seventy-nine. So I, I want I want Holly Derner to come to the supper. And then I'm just gonna keep uh, keep following her because there's one for punters. She is an absolute jet. Now I went deeper. I went .com, com stats. Okay, oh, further into this. Here know, we and go. In, <laughs> I love it. a sicko stat from Dino. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, oh, hang on a minute. Maybe she's just riding in small fields. She's only had two rides in, in small fields of six and seven horses. 77 of these in eight fields or more. Big sort of factor when you're looking at apprentice jock is how easy
0: it is and she's just dominating. So Holly Dernan, one vote to you. I love that, and mate, you'll you'll keep kicking. This is a, oh, it was, it's a. I'm going to say it's an all female affair, actually. This supper, and you got two votes, and there's a starting eleven that might fall into this. <laughs> it certainly is, mate. It's just uh, us
1: and the ladies, yes. uh, footy. But we've got the Matildas coming in. Uh, one of the g- probably greatest Australian sporting victories that will be. Obviously, the most overplayed in fiji because their backs were firmly against the wall. They were gone in their home country, World Cup. They should have been going way better than what they have. They got dusted by. Was it Nigeria? Absolutely flogged. Back against the wall. They tell me Canada is the best team in the world. Well, not anymore because uh, the Matildas have <laughs> absolutely mechanic. flogged them. Yeah, flogged them, and now they're through to the round of sixteen. So they're coming. They're coming to supper as well.
0: How much do these, these? That's a great invite, and these group stages of these World Cups in any sport when there's four teams, the shape of them change so quickly. Like we're looking at last place, you know, head in hands type stuff, and all of a sudden you top the group and you're through. It's actually ridiculous. <laughs> it's obscene. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. I must hold my hand up and, and say that I need to lift my game because I actually haven't watched a single minute of the Women's World Cup yet. And I'm a world ball operator. I love the world game. So um, I need to lift as we get through to, what is it, the round of 16 or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. 40 in, mate. <laughs> Don't <laughs> let your run too, too late. I'm a real bandwagon operator. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> um, hey, the this week, ra- new racing season, it's a long time waiting, but three votes has to be Kath Coleman. She's a former three. She's three unit uh, alumni here at the Two Units podcast. Good friend of the show, and she finally gets her name. Um, she finally gets her name on the papers, doesn't she? As the training in partnership with Peter Moody, uh, her first week run, sir, was her first. First runner, first winner, straight up, bang. How, how do you like that? Feels like the week's all about Kath Coleman at the moment, and I know she's got a lot of family heading to the track Sad day, They'll be getting around her. So I'm bringing uh, Kath Coleman to the supper, and she's getting three of the Gutsy Jet Awards for just sitting in the background for a long time and, and riding it out until she got the call-up, mate. And let's face it, she's probably doing more work than Pete. <laughs> oh, I didn't want to say it, and you did. I like that. That's- Ain't no finger paints you bring home, and they suck. I'm calm. Pack your nags time, and it's been far too civil to start this show. Like, this has been too much celebration, getting around each other. And the first thing I'm sending packing is you know, you're acting like you're not paying the bills and you had to leave golf to pick up four hours. You had to move this podcast an hour forward because your cleaner was coming into your house. <laughs> So, mate, you can oh, no. if you can hire a cleaner while you sit at home and do the form at Moree, mate, you're going okay. So, <laughs> the first thing I'm sending packing is having your own personal cleaner. <laughs> yeah, <You're> fair. <laughs> Cop that straight Got off. Got good. Straight off the top. Um, the second thing, oh, whilst I'm just running hot here, is Twitter X. So, the, the, the face of Twitter's changed. I don't know what it's about, but... I'm having a bit of a mare here. It's in the same folder as a couple of my other social applications, and I went into Troll Twitter the other night. I opened Twitter X. I accidentally ordered an Uber to the SP <laughs> I sent the wrong app Nicky again and sorted it out. It looks, like Mate, them- it's, it's horrible. You know what's happened
1: here, Elon? <clears throat> I don't think he's a golf operator. He's more of a table tennis operator kind
0: of guy. Yeah, maybe squash. You he's got good. You reckon he's got good like. Hand eye there, you reckon he's pretty sharp on the table tennis. been yeah, back something that in. else other than I think he we'll does leave sports alone. I reckon <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if table tennis is a sport, but um,
1: he's, he's a table tennis operator. But I, I think what's happened here, he's probably gone. You know, he and Zucks have probably had a bit, a bit of table tennis. You know, not sure they're probably upside down paddle holders as well. And <laughs> Zucks has gone. If you if I tell you up, uh, you got to changed twitter to the stupidest name possible and he goes yeah you're, you know we're on that's what's happened here yeah. there is no way that this isn't a piss date.
0: i'm not having it it's yeah i've, I've ended up at the SB on a, on a tuesday night when i was just trying to st- <laughs> scroll twitter worse. yeah no, absolutely it could <laughs> what do you got for us mate oh post-race experts it's always something that you know
1: bugs the bejesus out of most of us but mm-hmm. the best one the best one you hear. Oh, the valley. I oh, it was rails and run. It was easy. It was so, all you have to do is pick the leader. Oh, fair dinkum. Turn it up. So, you know, no genius here. We've, we've seen it coming. We knew it was coming. Watch the first two races and you go, right, leaders, let's find them. I've had four bets. None of them found the front. <laughs> <laughs> Get close to it. <laughs>
0: It was the hardest part because I did all of my form based on that it was going to be ferocious leaders bias and I had a game last Saturday. So I was, so I could not be flexible in my punting. It was a, it was a complete set and forget day because I was just away from it for the whole day. And I was like, I'm going to play leaders bias. I opened my phone up after the game. I was, did the form on Friday. Form focus on RSN. I had three from nine for the day, and I was like, "I've gone all right." The three I think that got up were probably the ones that I said were no bet races, but we we'll still <laughs> claim we'll still claim a thirty three point three percent strike rate. Thanks for coming, Mickey. Um, and it's funny, I looked at the last race and I saw. Shaloman um, had won, and I've got no idea the bias, no idea the noise, and the punters, and the the unrest going on in the uh, Twitter sphere. And I'm like, "Geez, I read that race at treat. I was all over Shaloman, but in reality, Parade is probably a black type operator in waiting yes. in a serious <laughs> group It's a proper <laughs> horse. And I was like, "I told you, there was a gap in the market, and Shalaman should have been closer." <laughs> so now, nah, agree, mate. The um, post-race experts, are hundred percent, get in the sea. The valley always plays. Um, leader bias, particularly early when you're back there and the, and the rails out. So I I read it. I still didn't pick the all the leaders that I would have liked, but um, yeah. You're on
1: impossible. It. And the Valley, while we're there, you could rail out five metres. You can pack your nags as well.
0: Yeah, I don't understand why you'd have it out five on your first meet back. Like Caulfield, obviously, after their track run, I know they came back and after they was in the true, I thought they might have run the same at, at the Val, but there you go. The joys, the joys. Oh, is- here's another one, mate. <laughs> <Talk that I'm, laughs> so, new racing season, everyone's, you know, there's a lot of racing content, you know, happy birthdays, new season, you know, people putting up their stats from last season, the new spreadsheets get open. The one that really bugs me is that people that wish happy birthday to the horses on social media. And it's oh, not, yeah, it's not one horse. It's the horses. So <laughs> it's has it got all da- that weight on us. It's every <laughs> single horse in Australia. Get get in the sea, pack your nags. Yeah. Don't be doing that. Just, pull your heads in.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> pull your heads in. I'm going to go with uh, packing your nags, and the Ashes is going to take center stage here because it was just disgraceful, the behavior of the English cricket team here. Footy, generally, after a game, shake hands after the... the the series is over, you go for us you go for a beer at the change rooms, the poms came out and said, Ah, oh, we're not doing that, yada yada yada. Well, yeah, of course. You know, that's what they're saying now. They didn't they didn't turn up. So mm. so smudge sitting there, goes into the change room, see what's happening. No, nah, bazzled him. Pathetic. Pull your heads in, pack in eggs, English cricket team. Not good
0: enough. That was an absolute conspiracy there for a while, too, about whose fault it was, what was going on. Ben Stokes tweeted, oh, we met him at the nightclub later for a drink. It was, yeah, they, they didn't even win the, the off-field moral ashes, these blokes. And this is Piers Morgan again, who is, for I think it's the third week in a row now, he's getting sent packing, is claiming that England have won the moral ashes. <laughs> Mate, there's no such thing. He just, he's an, oh, I don't think anyone's got under the skin of Australians more than Piers Morgan over yeah. the last month, but I'm sort of—I just love—I live for this stuff. I find it just hilarious and the best s- sucked in. They've coming home with us, mate.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I—I well, heard, uh, heard Eustace uh, on radio this morning suggesting that uh, the ashes are just sitting there in the Indian in the in Indian Ocean somewhere. No one really owns them, <laughs> mate. <laughs> Like, what is, what is wrong about? with you? Like you, just because you're born in the northern hemisphere, like what you're just <laughs> you got a pumpkin in there or something? That's
0: absolutely Mate, Australia
1: retain the ashes. It's not that hard to work out.
0: Yeah, great.
1: Last one. I'm going to send one more thing packing. How do you get a ball that's 37 overs to look like the one they replaced the uh, the other one with? Like that was straight out of the packet. Yeah, it,
0: it was. It was. Your uncle bringing out a swing king on Christmas Day. That's what it was. It was the kids were in the back playing with a cheap-ass tennis ball yep. and Uncle Bryzer has walked out with a beer in his hand with a swing king and taken five for zip. That was the equivalent that I put it to just going to my Christmas Day <laughs> kidding, um experiences. I've got a feeling that cuts deep, Uncle Bryzer. <laughs> <Yeah>, this <brothers> has <laughs> nicked me off on more occasions than one. <laughs> Don't worry about that. So I couldn't agree more. That is That, that was – there has to be – an investigation. There needs to be something done about that and looked into because um, you saw that even the the box of the balls and there yeah. were old ones clearly laying in there, and this one had bloody more polish on it than a, you know a cross office. It's, sh- it's flat out, shoes, man. Oh. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Hey, <laughs> there goes the pod. Do not have a crack at the official code, mate. They might have got it wrong, but do not. Do not go at the integrity of the officials, all right? Can't do that. Sorry, Footy.
1: Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul.
0: We've got more stingers than winners on the Two Units podcast this season. Um, We just got stingers coming out of our ass here, Mickey G, and... This is footy's fodder time, and we put out the we put out the question on the socials, um, both Twitter and Instagram. What's your bold prediction for this racing season? And I tell you what, there was over seventy um, there was over seventy responses in both Twitter and uh, Instagram combined. People really got around the ones. If you want to see them all, they're on Insta. I've reposted a lot of them. Um, and there were some rippers. There were some good racing-related ones. There were some good tongue-in-cheek ones. Um, and all of them are vying for a fifty-dollar booze bud voucher and a two-units prize pack. And we've got a few honourable mentions before we get to the winner. I'll kick it off with uh, Angus Henderson. Hendo said, uh, Queen- "Queenslander have a new slot race named after our glorious leader Anastasia Palijay." That's the uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a monster prediction for Hendo. What about Mitch D here? He's got footy to tally more haircuts than salts. Well, that's a, that's a given. <laughs> that's a dollar 10 they uh, They're actually paying out right now when you see these locks. Oh, uh, that's, well, man, that's fantastic.
1: You got? Well, you go with uh, Darren Goral's gone with uh, Glenn Munsey to make a comeback
0: in the media, and the punters go wild. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, yeah, I miss Munns. Yeah, that was a that was a real sort of nasty separation, that one, wasn't it? And they, yeah. You're showing how much you respected in the industry when everyone really comes in and bats for you too. I like They rallied. That. They rallied. Yeah. Bryce Pick and Nature Strip calls it a day. I'm not sure if that's bold. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that snuck in there, Bryce. Dirty, but uh <laughs> yep, correct. I agree. I think yeah. you're a dollar and one there, son. Uh Benny Caluzzi, he's from Racing Previews this bloke, actually. He's made a couple of big racing. Um, Bold calls here. So, Without a Fight wins the Underwood and the Caulfield Cup, and Romantic Warrior wins the Turnbull and the Cox Plate. don't know what that futures multi is, but I'm sure Benny would have probably a couple of Kermits in there on that or something, a bit of a Dreamers multi perhaps.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, Lockie Ridgway reckons that uh, Jimmy Cummings is going to leave Godolphin, can confirm that's highly unlikely, but there were rumor mill. Doesn't the Twitter rumor mill just go right off? It certainly does. I had does. About eight text messages the other day going, oh, we break, we've got some breaking news for you. If you want it, you want it. And I'm like, oh, just send it, mate. <laughs> Don't ask me if I want it. Just send it. <laughs> oh, Jimmy, Jimmy's out. Jimmy's out. <laughs> Tony golan has right. gone to prison. Tony Gollum's flown to Dubai for an interview. Jimmy's out. <laughs> we can, Gollum, mate, Gollan. Wouldn't want to be anywhere
0: else other than Queensland. Like, imagine moving to Hawkesbury. <laughs> yeah, true. Hey, anyway, I tell you, um, at the moment, I made a reel the other week on uh, Instagram and I had a Bart where I called James Cummings' number in my phone. It was actually my missus' number, and obviously, he's changed it because I don't have James Cummings' number in my <laughs> phone. <laughs> But since then, every, I've been too lazy to call it back. And I keep getting calls from James <laughs> Cummings every day and pissing myself. That's I'm just, I shoot myself and I'm like, oh, geez, what do you, do you want my thoughts? So, we're just going to place Ingratiating this week? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you mentioned it. I can't believe they're setting it to Sydney. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll get to that later. Um, Mickey Saunders on the, he reckons Waller's going to Hong Kong. So lockie has got Cummings going, leaving Godolphin and Waller going to Hong Kong. That's some serious movement there. I don't know about that.
1: It's all happening. All yeah. happening in the trainer's hut. Kurt William, Mitch Beer and his new
0: partner have a child and call it Nemeth. That is the best. <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic. Mitch Beer, Mitch Beer jokes are just low-hanging fruit on the two-year's yeah. podcast and I love them. Keep them yeah. rolling. Is
1: there any, any truth to the uh, the rumour, Footy, that the Daily Mail gave you a call and asked you uh, for your comments on uh, the new relationship? Obviously, they couldn't get hold of Beery and Barley.
0: Yeah, well, they... <laughs> I can't wait. I can't confirm or deny. I cannot wait until the Daily Mail, Pap Beery, at some cafe in Aubrey and he's walking out with an almond croissant, (laughs) one of those real triple XL cappuccinos with the cream off the top. Yeah, that's real Nadia Bartel stuff. But uh, hey, there can only be one winner in the fodder segment and this winner gets... um, it's when he gets the $50 boost bud voucher and the two units price pack. And it's Lockie Joel. And he, he's he's going with the bold call that the no whip series will be a raging success. And mate, <laughs> you know what? That is as bold as you can be at the moment.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, Lockie, you're a jet because that is some of the best tongue in cheek
0: I've ever heard. I've been trying to catch up on it all, and it's hard to get my head around. I'm trying to work out where the Hobart Hurricanes fit into Big Bash Racing. And I'm like, oh, God, get my-. I'm like, Is Darcy Short going to ride a horse? Like, I can't quite get my head around the Big Bash Racing Series or why they're using that terminology, but we'll leave that for another day. Let's get into some racing.
1: When they're galloping to the gates, there's only one place to bet. Top Sport. The home of horse racing. Whether you're a sprinter or a stayer or just a fashion-conscious player, go the distance with bigger bet limits and top odds on every race, every time. Download the app for a faster, easier betting experience. Top Sport. Feel the excitement. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, call 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.
0: Time now for Salt Specs featuring Gannon and Foot. Uh, we're looking at races this week at Flemington, where Rose Hill Gardens, and we've got a couple to cover at Mazza B as well, one of my uh, favourite tracks over there. Um, Flemington, mate, we'll, we'll focus on first. The rail's out 10 metres. There's some showers forecast for tomorrow. That's Friday. Currently a five. I expect it to race in that low, soft range the rail out 10 might throw a bit of a spanner in the works in terms of how that looks um what are your expectations yeah recent history suggests that 10 meters is not an issue at a, at a track like
1: Flemington so that should be fine in regards to track bias should play well currently a soft five but I think the suggestion is might have got back to a, closer to a good four one to nine mils of rain so I, I've I'm just sort of saying it is the you know the other uh, back end of a, of a soft five maybe a six
0: put yep Perfect. Oh, that, that falls in nicely in line with how I've done my form then. I'm not going to throw out the uh, run sheet right now, Mickey. Hey, race one, mate. It's a benchmark 70 over 1,100. I've got a little play here to start the day, and I'm siding with River Noir. Um, Three bucks, but actually I've been some early specking. I think it's 2 bucks 80 now. And mentioned in the supper segment that this week's been all about Kath Coleman. I see it continuing right through to the first here on Saturday with River Noir. Lightly race four-year-old into a second prep hasn't done anything wrong um this girl apart from running to her flying stable mate she dances when was beaten a length here over 1200 that was back in december comes here off three packingham jump outs and gano I'd love to say that those jump outs were great, but the camera was absolutely cooked. It was giving me vertigo. I I got a headache. I nearly fell off my seat. They've got none of those like motion sort of setups on the cameras there. It's a real jolty setup. Um, It's a Nokia 5110 kind of operation.
1: (laughs) It's funny because I see, obviously the listeners aren't privy to this, but I I saw your notes prior and I went and checked it out and then I went and did the ratings myself and I'm keen on
0: it, but I haven't recovered after watching. <laughs> <laughs> Still a bit dizzy. Yeah. Oh, I think she'll set up on speed. She makes her own luck, looks pretty progressive. I think River Noir is a really nice way to start the card. There's also a horsey uh, we'll from Adelaide that's um, dual-nominated here and at Muzzby, and that's Jean Valjean, who's 4 bucks 60 If Jean Valjean comes to Flemington, I'm going to save my stake because um, first up at Morphettville, absolutely explosive, fastest last 200 of the race gave them absolute windburn. Looks in for a good preparation. So I'm just going to save on Jean Valjean. You got one at the top of the field, one at the back, um, and it's a nice way to start that Love car. It, mate. Yeah, yeah. good play. Um, race number three is a benchmark seventy over fourteen hundred. And mate, i they call me the Black Prince of Racecourse Road out here in Flemington, <laughs> um, but I'm going to be with the Black Prince of Lygon Street here in Gangetano. Six bucks was a pretty solid return at Caulfield a couple of weeks ago. Was two lengths off Ouroboros in a race that went 6.1 lengths faster than the all benchmark figure. Was really strong through the line. Ran the second fastest last 200 of that race behind Woofy for the Nick Ryan team, who looks to be pretty smart and I reckon is going to win some races. The two big ticks, though, for me here out to 1,400 metres and blinkers go on for the first time. So inside draw with Willow on board ensures he won't do too much work in the run. He'll be charging late. I think Gangetano six bucks, really good play in race number three, Gano, you know.
1: Yeah, strong one, mate. I like that blinkers first time. You got uh, Willow aboard, love it. I'm going to go to race four. I'm really keen here on a Sydney cider, Fear naught This is a very moderate Mare's race. Fear Nought comes out of some pretty strong form lines here. It was a winner last start. Up at Ramwick, I think the spacious uh, Flemington track is probably the key. So you got to Ramwick, got the job done. Gets to Flemington where you can run on. Waller fly- finds Blake Shin, which is a huge push in itself. Draws barrier six, and just I think it's just going to prove.
0: I think the notes say here
1: too classy for the Mexicans.
0: <laughs> I like that. Hey, can I ask a question here for yeah. you, Mickey? So Fear Not five bucks, and yep. you're saying really good bet coming in here. Are you do you dabble in place betting at all? Because I'm looking at a race here. Um, you got 13 in the field, fear naught, you get an even money about a place. Um, Blake Shin, you know, he's going to get an economical ride. The, the great man, he's in such great form. Um, do you look at something like two bucks a place and go, that's value? Or are you just a full wind bed operator?
1: Uh, really good question. I am a wind bed operator. Mm-hmm. And if I get anything over $3, the place, that's when I'll start to operate the place. I like it's it. just a personal thing uh people do it differently i know i know guys out there taking dollar 80 place and doing one by threes and all that kind of stuff you just got to you know, shoot your shot and suit your bet. At, if at two dollars a place and, and you're that way inclined that's a phenomenal bet because i can't see i can only see bad luck uh getting in its way in the next uh footy i'm keen on another one <clears throat> another sydney cider this is ray six this is a benchmark 78 over 2000 meters thank you and this is for Annabelle now it is dual norm, so it may come out and go to Rose Hill, but I, I much prefer it down here at Flemington. There's was huge second up at Randwick. This is- this is
0: Aristonis, is it? Oh, my gosh. Jeez, I'm going well. Fuck, <laughs> I don't do this for a gig. Aristonis, sorry, mate. Mate, you're the sharpest operator here. Don't worry about that. It's all about the results. It's not about the presentation. <laughs> yeah, just claim whatever wins. It doesn't matter now. I haven't even given, exactly. the, given a name. Aristonis
1: yeah, was huge at, at Ramwick, second up, absolutely enormous. We set a task at Caulfield. They went really, really quick. It was back. It was wide. It just didn't suit. SP, $2.20. There's, you know, there's, there's enough in that to suggest the $5 is... Uh, value here, Flemington 2,000 metres is just absolutely perfect. Draws soft, barrier two, only needs clean
0: air and uh, it'll be running over top of them. It's a, it's a classy galloper, mate. Yeah, nice. Four bucks, 80, Aristonis on uh, top sport, at the moment, mate. So uh, nice little play there. Hey, let's um look at race seven. It's the Group Three Ori Star Handicap, twelve hundred meters. I know you were pretty keen on ingratiating early doors, and you sort of prefaced it in the earlier part of the show that you might be a bit flat that they've uh, they've picked the feature, the Missile Stakes in Sydney over here. Is mate? Do you want me to give James Cummings a call on my phone and talk to him about it? You might get my wife because that's what she <laughs> saved under. But do you want me to give him a call? What's going on? What, what do you reckon?
1: Strange. And maybe, they, maybe they've maybe just got a different target for it. So maybe in two weeks in Sydney, and they just want to give it a go in Sydney. That's all I can imagine. And the Zethus is absolutely flying. Form suggests it's not. Uh, mm. I, I find it – I'm confused
0: because I don't think it can win the Missile Stakes. Yeah, there's a couple up top there, Big Parade and uh, I Me, which we'll talk about a little bit later too, that are, are going to be super hard to get past. But um, the good thing is the race is wide open now wide open yeah it really is and this is I I sort of I sort of uh had a bit of an agenda when I asked you about place betting with fear naught because this is I've got a bit (laughs) of a different theory I've started implementing place betting a lot into how I operate and it's kind of like you've got to leave the ego at the door a little bit with it like you don't get as much of a thrill as a winner so as a punter um you know as a punter when you go to the track you don't want to get track side and his home something to play. So I understand that. Like I'm a human being. Um, But, to be profitable as well, like in a race where you can look for different avenues, I think I've found one here. I'm siding with It's Our Time. I also have a rule that I can't just have a place bet. I have to have something on the nose as well. That's just an <laughs> given. But It's Our Time oh, yeah. here bucks $4.20 and a dollar ninety. right? Yep. Consistently runs well this horse without winning. Saves his best runs for the straight. Always gives a sight late. This track and trip, he's six starts for one win, four seconds. Drawn out, Mickey D on board. There's 10 in the race, so won't be too far back, and we'll be charging late. And it's controversial, I know, but I am going to have a crack at that place at $1.90. We talk about value betting. I truly believe $1.90 for It's Our Time to run a drum up the straight is proper value. So i have something small win, and I'm going to have a proper bet on It's Our Time to place in this race. Good man. Good man.
1: Uh, I, no knock, because when it runs second or third, you're winning, and... I'm that sick in the head that I would cheer one home the place and I'd go <laughs> off my mana.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, and it'd be a real silent hiss. If I was on the <laughs> rooftop at Flemington in the members and I was like, oh, you know, you're hissing. <laughs> cause for concern wins. Oh, did you back that? No, nah, it's our time to play. third in the photo. <laughs> I don't know. Who's got on just top in this race, just, man? Just go, yeah, mate. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: I've got cause for, for concern on top. I, I will concede it needs a lot of luck from barrier one 1400 to 1200 not the end of the world but whilst not the end of the world also not ideal barrier one get back is the big concern here but the horse is the best place with the most upside with even luck i think it'll be winning but you need even luck so you gotta be careful what price you take when you need even luck
0: i hope we get closer to five dollars if we do of course the concern becomes a bit. Yeah, that's a good call. And I might be interested if you are keen on calls for concern, waiting until jump as well. You don't have to dive in. Certainly don't have to dive in early with cause for concern. And especially
1: with the unknown factors. So rail 10, okay, well, we should play okay. Is the rail hot it's out of nowhere? Maybe. Uh, one to nine mils. Do you get nine or do you get one? Mm. So that's, you're spot on there, Footy. We'll just we'll just keep our powder dry.
0: Yeah, a bit skinny at the moment for me. Yeah. Um, race number ten, mate. We both have a bet here. It's a Benchmark eighty four over eleven hundred metres, where the hot pot favourite and the boom mare returns in Benedetta, who. At her best, I think is just a genuine class above these. There's no doubt about that. But you and I are playing around a little bit of value and perhaps finding a couple of chinks in Benedetta's armour first up here. She's $1.85 in the market. You're with arbitration. Yeah. You'd have to be a fool to suggest that Benedetta's not the best horse in the race. But
1: you've got to ask yourself the question, does she have bigger targets? Why have they got the apprentice on claiming three kilos? Well, and why they sent it to her your benchmark 84? It mm-hmm. suggests the horse isn't ready to go. Uh, 1100 meters straight. Is it an easy ride? People will say yes. I don't necessarily know from back in the field, midfield. She's going to have to uh, do some navigating. So I've I've lent the way of arbitration gets one and a half kilo claim. Carleen Heffel on fire rides well, and we're talking about a horse that has good straight line speed. What I mean by that is, you know, once it gets to the straight, gets balanced,
0: it has it has
1: a strong sprint, and it's going to have every possible chance from barrier 14 to show that now we just got to assume and hope that the outside plays is okay we're getting 26 dollars or roughly around that price i think we're around the 17 dollar mark now yeah. i think it's a fantastic bet mate
0: yeah no, nah, good on you mate you'd never knock anyone for having a big double figure play like that hey i'm going to be with Najim sahail so you're looking at six bucks for this bloke and um just touching back on benedetta and why as well like jason warren spoke this week and had the choice between going to the group three, the Ori Star, which is a run under set weights, or going to a benchmark 84 over 1,100 metres. And picking the uh, 84 over 1,100, like I'm just reading between the lines here, saying that she's not absolutely screwed down first up, which is fine because she's got bigger fish to fry. So trying to find a little bit of a chink in that, and that's what I found. So I'm going the way of Najim Sahail, who's second up here, absolutely outstanding return at Flemington over the thousand after getting the ultimate gear change um, in that race Sartorial Splendor did Sartorial Splendor things and set up <laughs> a really solid early speed which exposed Najim Sahail as well for the entirety of the thousand meters so got into a great rhythm and was, act- was running away from them through the line as well he's an absolute straight track beast and um, I think he's a really good bet around six bucks as well, mate. Uh, I'd, I'd imagine it. I'd imagine the uh, instruction to Tatum Bull um, from Jason Warren would be like, "You see Najim Sahel's ass? I want you to follow that thing everywhere." <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Because it's tough, you know. putting put on a three kilo claimer in a race like this, mate. You spot on. I agree with you there.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. And look, I hope she rides the race of a life, and she comes out and she gets more rides in town, and and, and it's fantastic. But as a betting prospect, you can't possibly take a dollar eighty five or whatever it is in this scenario. You yeah. just, you just, well, you can, but you'd be mad to.
0: Yeah, she can save her best of a life until the one i'm not betting on for me mate so you, can puff, <laughs> yeah. you, can so you just got to say these <laughs> things right that. yeah don't, you don't need to here mate you can yeah, no suck up required here for jockeys retract retract statement <laughs> yeah <laughs> rose hill gardens mate let's head up to sydney you got some plays up there for us uh the rails in the true position it's a good four it's basically it's is it summer in Sydney at the moment? You've had bloody 24, 25-degree days. We went to the beach we went to the beach last Sunday. It was
1: 26 degrees. It was that's, incredible. That's taken the piss. What beach incredible. did you go to? Uh, Narrabeen, North Narra. Oh, nice. Yeah, so nice down there. And that, bit of a segue into how the tracks are sort of <laughs> yeah. playing because uh, they're hard. They're fast. And yep. basically what that means is we haven't had much rain. So I suggest this Rail True Good for whilst... Whilst the, you know, the way the track shape is will be a little bit better, it won't be as bad as a five or a rail, five or six, you're still going to see uh, on pace favours. So we're going to go that way in race six, benchmark 78 over 1350, horse by name of goes for Bjorn Baker. A lot of Bjorn's horses continue to improve throughout the prep and this horse has run a very, very good uh, win over 1200 metres. It's actually been stretched out to 1900 metres and was a winner over 1550. So 1350, a third up looks absolutely ideal. That career peak was over 1550 as well. So, really respecting the fact that this horse still has a lot of progression. And uh, I tell you, rolls forward on speed footy and just ticks all the boxes. You're getting $4, $4.40, what it was with Top Sport last night. Uh, it's such
0: a great bet. Yep, love it. Four bucks forty. Top sport. Water goes there. Jason Collett in the saddle. Uh, race number eight, mate. The Group Two Missile Stakes. Set weights over twelve hundred meters. You and I have both landed on the uh, on the same girl here, and uh, you can take it away
1: yeah fascinating race really really great race And with ingratiating in the race i think it just adds another dimension which is fantastic so i am glad they've come there in the sense from a punting aspect because you're going to get better price everything else big parade trial absolutely enormous 476 day um spell uh break in between runs i know you got joe pride there's all the reasons to have faith but is, as a punting rule 476 days uh you pack your nags in the sea won't be backing yep. it i am me. look listed winner but went through the grades really well, is weighted appropriately here. you got TC from an inside draw. They don't have to lead. He can lead. Doesn't matter. Lead is back. That 11, 1200 meter, 1011, 1200 meter at Rose Hill is, is like a hairpin. It is such a sharp turn. You find the rails. You, are in, you have a length, maybe a length and a half, maybe two, depending on how fast they go advantage. If they the faster they go, the bigger the advantage is. And just
0: ticks all the boxes
1: horse has upside, 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 and I'm keen.
0: Footy? Yeah, I'm really keen as well. The way this stable, you know, they're, they're the best in the biz, really, aren't they, Mara, yeah. used to slap. But the way they have placed this horse and the way that she has just progressed through, is it's it's like on point in terms of where she's at now. And, yeah, I'm with you, mate. One seven of 13, undefeated at Rose Heel, draws the paint. Yeah, where where do I sign? I'm, I'm with you.
1: Question for you: Are you are you a trusting of the four hundred and seventy six day spell? If it's with Joe Pride,
0: or are you just a do pen at the same way I do? I'm not like the trial throws a bit of a spanner in the works, like because that was you know everyone's talking about that big parade trial. It's bloody absolute headlines, so. Um, I, I, I'm leaning definitely towards you. It's it's too far off and it's too skinny in the market. Like it comes back to market, doesn't it, when you have 100%. a long layoff like that. so <laughs> You can seeing, nearly take $6 or $7 in yeah, and go, that's a bet. $2.80. But rocking up as favourite off that long layoff, I, I'm I'm 100% with you, especially when you've got IME drawn the paint, 54 kilos, and you know it's going to be up on speed. So um, I'm it. definitely in that camp. Love it, mate. i got
1: one in race nine, the uh, over 1,800 metres. This is an interesting one. Hope your listeners like uh Ruffies because we're going a wide. We're going along of Villas at thirty one dollars. Been racing enlisted grade and been doing a pretty average job of it to be fair but uh, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a um, it's a good push. It's good push. Confidence there. Yeah, just so just go to your uh, top sport up now. And <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, love
1: it. But look, in fairness, they're over 1,400 and 1,500 metres. Now it gets to 1,800 metres, which is the key to these horses. And I think sometimes as punters, we can we can get lazy and just think, oh, the horse is going no good. But 1,400, 1,500 metres is just not its go. It needs to be over a mile. finally gets to over a mile. On his Australian debut, 1800 meters in the time honored five diamonds worth 2 million. <laughs> That's cool. is not it? it. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming. <clears throat> thanks for coming. 2.87 off Ellsberg, who was coming off a huge prep, won the Epsom, won pretty much everything it could win. Uh, that preparation, the horse was airborne. But that day, um, Long Villas was slow away, was back in the field, and, and came home really, really well. So suggesting 1800 meters, Rose Hill is absolutely ideal. Gets a good draw, gets a hungry Brett prep all aboard, and uh, Draws perfectly from five to just map a treat midfield. Yeah. That's a big price for these $31 long villas. I, I'm, I'm excited.
0: I'll be following in. Reeks yeah. of an Uncle Chris job too, that, doesn't it? Just presenting here at 31s. So yeah. I'm, I'm for it. Um, Love it. Mate, I like to head over to Adelaide and always find one or two before we get to our best bets part. And it's at Muzzabee this week. Um, Rail's back in the true... Um, from the 1,000 to the winning post, and it's a plus three metres the remainder. Um, last meeting here on the 26th of July, it was plus three, and all the winners fanned and came down the middle. Um, I'd love to see more of that this week in terms of where I'm going to play, and I'll speak about um, my best bets over there as well. There's just one in race nine I want to touch on, and it's really important um, to be flexible here. Don't bet up early. You're not going to get in and um, you know beat the bookies by – backing this on a Thursday, and it's race nine, 1,400 metres. So it's called More Sugar. Um, she, Her last start, fastest last 8.642 of the race here, over 1,200. She gave him a massive start, rattled home just beautifully. The pattern did set up for her that day. She steps up to 1,400 metres here, third up, and the barrier is offset by pattern, So she's drawn 15, no issues, would rather that than one. As I said, no rush to bet now. Make the call on Saturday, see how the track's playing. But um, I think if, yeah, if they're running on, she's going to be mighty hard to beat there. Love it, mate. The, what,
1: what's, what's sicker, you going to Murray Bridge or me betting up in the first at Moree?
0: I don't even know where Moree <laughs> is. So I'm going to say that's way sicker because... At least Murray Bridge is classified as metropolitan racing on Saturday, oh, <laughs> Maori. Ma- yeah, I'm. I'm not convinced, mate. You've yeah. uh, you, you've lost me a little bit there. Unit. More stingers than winners, mate. It's unit oh, of the that's
1: week. The best. I, I completely forgot about that. That's
0: great. Right. <laughs> it's the unit of the week. Time and top sport come to the party. Two hundred bucks in bonus bets. Um, we've got our carryover champion, Maddie from Canberra, who got us a nice collect last week for Racing Hearts uh, with Mogo Magic. He's uh, back this week, and this is—he's got a beautiful voice. I'll just give you the heads up now—a bit of a spoiler alert—and uh, this is what Maddie likes. Morning units legends, Maddie here again, back for another round of unit of the week. Thanks to a big win from Mojo Magic last weekend, we put some funds into the kitty for racing hearts. We want to try and do the same again this Saturday, boys. I'm going to Flemington Race 7, number 4, it's our time for Mickey Dean, the O'Brien stable. He had some of the best sectionals of the day last start at Caulfield, he loves a track and trip, and is getting 3.5 kilos off the winner of that Caulfield race. That's enough green ticks for me, boys. Give it strength, and I'll talk to you again next week. <laughs> I love it. I love him. He's, is Maddie um... an auctioneer? Or <laughs> yeah. See, yeah. I, I, I said last week to Tommy Haylock that I want him to read my eulogy um, when I leave this world. Um, But auction is good too. Um, We've locked in It's Our Time at four bucks for him, and that is to win. Just to clarify, that's not a place bet like (laughs) some other guys on this show. Um, So hopefully another return there, and uh, It's Our Time can salute down the guts at HQ. Hey, let's get two units, our best bets from around Australia always kick off this segment. And I'm, as I alluded to earlier, I'm heading back to Muzzer B. It's race five. It's a benchmark 78 over a thousand. And I'm siding with Jean Valjean at two bucks 80. So you might've heard, you're not going mad. You might've heard me mention him at the top of the specs. Um, he is currently in the market for race one at Flemington where I'm saving. If he goes there, it's, it's interesting because they've got a choice between an $80,000 benchmark 70 at Flemington versus $65,000 benchmark 78 here at Murray Bridge. If he stays at home in uh, in Adelaide, I'm just pretty confident he just beats these. So first up at Morphettville, powered over the top of them late, ran the fastest, um, second fastest last 200 of the entire meeting. Uh, Brett Davis called it the best. He said it was a case of a V8 against V6s, just went whoosh past. So... Going from a 62 as well to a 78, Mickey, at um, Murray Bridge, dropping four and a half kilos, with respect to SA Racing, it's not a rapid rising class. <laughs> and I've said this before, and I, and it's been backed up with the results. So 62 to a 78 on it from Morfittville to a Murray Bridge Saturday meet, like I, I don't see it being that much of a step up. He will likely sit a little bit closer from one. He'll be winding up late and very hard to beat. I think he's a really good bet if they stay at Murray Bridge. Jean Valjean, 2 bucks 80
1: We may as well continue with the theme of telling trainers where to put their horses. So why don't you just send that one to Murray Bridge, take the 65, and away you go.
0: Seriously, oh, that's that's what I'd want as a connection. But Why then not? again, if I lived in Melbourne, I'd probably want to drink cans and watch my horse on a fat Flemington run down the straight at HQ. That's run the third, other thing. run third, and only pick up ten. Nah, yeah, <laughs> take, it take it to the bridge, <laughs> yes. mate. I'm going to go to uh, I'm going
1: to go to Rose Hill. We're going to go to the uh, the get out steak. So hopefully we won't uh, be in desperate need of this, and we'll have plenty of uh, plenty of cash to back it. It's uh, the units fill up stakes over 1,500 meters. You wouldn't believe it. They've renamed the race. Taj (laughs) Need for Team Snowden should have finished much closer last start. That was in a strong benchmark uh, 88 behind Mm. a horse by the name of Colino. That is progressive. Gets to a benchmark 78 now. This is clearly inferior opposition. Stable second up record is phenomenal. Career peak comes second up. Over 600 metres, so second up 1,500 metres. Looks absolutely ideal. Senior jockey on board now, Jay Parr from The Good Draw. This is the best bet of the weekend, footy.
0: How good is this? Just Mickey going and getting the call up and just bringing a double figure each way best bet. Race 10, number five, Taj Need at Rose Hill Gardens is the best of the weekend. And true to your word, you're looking at plus three bucks the place. So that's where he's at and uh, <laughs> that's what we're going to get. So... I'm I'm about that. and You spot on, mate. The Snowden second-up trainers, whoo, best in the business. Um, so very good, hey mate. That's um, that rounds out all the specs, all the tips, all of the fun stuff. Um, thanks so much for joining mate. us on the two units potty. It's been a very good, very strong debut. But the problem is, you get rated on you know on your results, whether you come back or not. You don't want to, you don't want to be sent to the um, tip like Tommy Haylock. So. Uh, all the best. I've got a, I've got a pass. So because because I created this show, I'm just on every week regardless.
1: Mate, you're dominating and you wouldn't believe it. The cleaners have just turned up, so I've got to go. But it's been an absolute <laughs> journey.
0: This is extraordinary stuff. I can actually see the cleaners in the background of Mickey Gannon's. Oh, no, this has got to go on the socials. This is outrageous. It's an army. They yeah. just keep walking in. Oh, A scenes. All right, mate. All the best on the weekend. Gamble responsibly. We'll be back in your ears next Thursday on the 2